Alright guys, welcome welcome back to the podcast. Welcome back to Game and Compute. Um, today we are going to be talking about a form of social media marketing for either a project or a brand or something along those lines. Um, and on this podcast in general, we tend to talk about side hustles, money, things like that. As we are approaching the month of November of 2022, um, usually by this time, it's usually a good idea um, as a tip to kind of have some projects and campaigns in mind if you're trying to cash out, make some money um, potentially by the end of this year. Now... I'm not really one to talk about money as far as making money quick, like just flipping things real quick like that, Um, unless you know something already, um, unless you already have like the education about certain trends or maybe if there's something you're into that you dabble in as a hobby and you kind of just you know have your ear to the wind about all kinds of popular topics within that um section of life um then you might come across stuff that you can just kind of quickly do um so I'm not talking about the whole like overnight just like scheme and and you know get get money real quick it's more so the strategizing but smart strategies so this one might be a little bit controversial but um i did review a bia has a short um it was very informative as far as the research and the marketing and um just the whole execution of this whole project that he did so I'll tell you what the project was and then I will explain breaking down what he did for the project to get potential leads Um, now on this specific project he never stated how much he paid out of pocket uh, for the parts uh, that he did purchase and he also did not explain how much uh um i guess how many how much as far as like leads were generated and then how much if any i mean i'm assuming he didn't make any money from this uh because it was a project uh that was you know i would consider it controversial because i feel like sharing information where people talk about um how people create scams can lead people to want to copy those styles and make scam pages and make uh, scam businesses out of them. Um, I've I've dabbled in the in the art. Um, I guess we call it a dark art of um, how to how to scam, and so you know I I kind of do understand it. Um, as far as like yes it does make money 
potentially I mean of course nothing is 100% guaranteed but a lot of it is like testing out things that have already been tested to to see if it actually ends up in a significant amount of profit so I'm going to explain what he did and again I'm not encouraging people to go this scam route my whole purpose of recording this information is because um, you know, I want to post information that's valuable. And I did find that, you know, if you were to change this model into something that wasn't just trying to scam people into sending you crypto, because um, potentially worst case scenario, somebody could just recreate this whole entire thing and create a, a crypto scam easily. Um, but, you know, that's not what we're here for. You know, that's not like a long standing business. Um, if you really wanted to actually market a product this way, market a brand this way, um, this would be one method to do it. So let me get into my notes. Um, get into a comfortable fan fanned and air-conditioned location because <laughs> the sun is shining brightly through this window uh thank you southern california you know we get this bright baking sun uh we have had some gray days during october but overall we get this bright baking sun that um uh that lets us know why we pay all this money to live here. Um, so basically, I'm going to go through my notes. So I took diligent notes on Biaheza's video uh, with the purpose of breaking this down in an order that makes sense. So I'm going to explain it first from the perspective of how he was just making a page similar to how scam gurus make the page. Um, now, all the links are going to be in the description as far as... Uh, who he used for a celebrity endorsement, um, the actual Instagram page he created that you can actually go and see, and then the actual um, clip that I'm pulling from that Biaheza himself posted um, on, I saw it through a short on YouTube. So let's dive right in. Um, so this is a... This is explaining a an NFT guru page. Now, this could be generalized to other types of pages, but overall, this is explaining NFT guru pages. Um, guru meaning, you know, they they are uh, talking about how to basically flip NFTs for the most part to make a profit off of them and come out with more money in hand than what you put in to buying the original NFT. Um, now, that's what an NFT guru in general would do, would be somebody who has done that, has made hundreds of thousands of dollars, gotten rich off of this, and then they decide they want to teach people through courses and Discord and uh, like different online platforms how to actually uh, do what they did. Um, now, gurus overall tend to make money off of either uh, 
supposedly doing something. So we can't confirm that what these people say is actually true. And then they also make money off of selling courses based on them selling their brand uh, selling the promise that they were able to do it so they can teach anybody else how to do it just send them this amount of money for the course and then sign up you get access to this course you get access to these online materials and maybe even live chats maybe even uh you know, five to 10 minute to 30 minute consultations with the person. Uh, they create a whole business, a whole brand around this um, concept. But usually when someone calls them a guru, that term has gone from, you know, I know in some religions and cultures, you know, a guru is someone who's like a master of knowledge, um, who has trained and learned something that they can pass to others who study under them. And, you know, in the tech world, that has kind of taken, you know, a turn in social media to be like someone who's kind of giving false uh, teachings, I guess, if you will, like false information. Uh, they're scheming people, basically. Uh, not to say that it totally wouldn't 110% ever work, but it's not like you're going to get a six-figure, seven-figure figure income from buying their $100, $200, $2,000, $4,000 course. Uh, and in a year, you too can be a millionaire you know, uh, by selling NFTs, like that's what an NFT guru would look like. So for people who may not be familiar, that's kind of what it would look like. Um, <clears throat> so usually when somebody is labeled as like an NFT guru or crypto guru or something like that, usually it's like people are like, eh, kind of stay away from this person, you know? Um, but they don't market themselves as a guru. Usually they will market themselves as <clears throat> a rich person, uh, showing, you know, cars and houses and, you know, uh, brand name clothing and all these kind of things that you could literally just go into a store and try this stuff on and go to a rental place, you know, get the car, take some pictures at the beach or whatever. Um, so let me just jump into this cause I'm, I could go on and on and on and on. You guys know me by now. Um, so this guru, this guru page. So, the purpose would be, you know, of this episode to learn marketing strategies from something that is maybe controversial, but can be adapted to something that is legit. Um, so themes that I kind of saw coming up because I do watch a lot of, you know, crypto content, a lot of NFT content, even still uh, past 2020, uh, past 2020. Um, when it got all super famous and trending and popular, um, there's still a lot of stuff that comes up. Um, so, uh, basically just, if you didn't know Bia hasn't made this page, if you didn't know this, uh, page called Sam Satoshi on Instagram and you just came across it someday, um, this is what it would look like. Um, so they use hot trends such as topics like NFTs. Um, they use popular uh, at popular names Satoshi, as in the name Satoshi Nakamoto, which is the name of the Bitcoin creator. Um, they sell. Um, they they're selling basically to the demands of students 
who want to learn to make a profit from selling NFTs and they use a popular Instagram account which is backed by articles, celebrity uh, endorsements and statistics as in like their followers, all that kind of stuff. So we'll call this the NFT guru course marketing project. Um, So basically, if you look at the Instagram page itself, and you can go there and look at the page, don't try to buy anything. Um, I mean, I don't think this is actually a legit page because Bia has a uh, seems to be upstanding as far as I know. Um, I followed his content for years, um, used his course with dropshipping, and it worked fabulously for me. Um, and also, um, yeah, I trust in a lot of his content. I like how he does the research. He's a true, uh, uh, you know, on the street kind of, not on the street, but, you know, he does the research through actually making projects presenting his results with numbers and um you know a lot of the ideas you know if you follow through on it he basically teaches you what he does as far as the marketing end of things um so basically there's this instagram page it's fake um Bia has created it it's fake but just looking at the page you can kind of tell uh, how he did the marketing and created this brand called Sam Satoshi. Sam Satoshi. So on Instagram, it's Sam Satoshi as one word. Um, it has a f- uh, basically, um, it has. So basically, he he explained, Bieza explained, that he did a photo shoot of a friend of his. Uh, it was kind of like a lifestyle photo shoot for a lifestyle type page of Sam Satoshi. Um, and he had, um, yeah, they're using this, this brand name, Sam Satoshi. You see pictures of, you know, supposedly this guy, Sam Satoshi, or the brand Sam Satoshi or the teacher, the guru, the NFT guru, Sam Satoshi, um, in coffee shops with his laptop, in front of houses, in front of cars, like not even really a lot of other information, just, you know, pictures, just like any person takes a picture. But when you think of it, it's like, okay, like you got to think hard, you know? I could, I live in a city. I could literally go in front of, I don't know how many houses and take a picture on somebody's lawn without them knowing. I mean, people aren't outside all the time. They're not always like in front of their house. They're not always looking out their front window. They might not have security. Yeah, it is a form of trespassing, but also it's it could be just not bothering somebody just enough that you know you get a picture in cover up the uh you know license plates of the cars cover up the address and you can take a picture in front of anybody's nice house uh taking a picture in front of a nice car is also easy to do taking a picture in the driver's seat is maybe not as easy to do but I'm pretty sure you could figure out a way to get a picture in a nice car. Um, you know, I mean, without harassing people to do so, uh, you could even come out of your own pocket and rent a car for a day to literally take a picture. Um, and it wouldn't have to cost a whole, whole lot of money. Like, yeah, it's a lot, 
but if you took some pictures for a project, you know, you'd only really need one set of pictures uh, from that car rental, then you'd have the car to drive around um, if you wanted to, I don't know, Um, but you could rent cars, that's not hard to do, you can rent luxury cars, Um, so you see that there's an Instagram profile, if you look up Sam Satoshi, now there are multiple ones, Um, there's one that's like a Sam underscore Satoshi which it looks like somebody tried to exactly copy this exact Bia has a brand um, with that same Sam Satoshi profile picture. Um, so it's not the one with the underscores. It's the other one. Um, and fun, strangely enough, both of them have nine posts, uh, exactly nine posts. So there's an NFT headshot kind of almost in, in, a, in a profile, um, kind of like looking at the camera partially. But it's like a, a little pixelated NFT, you know, how those look. Um, so there's that Instagram profile shows nine posts, um, beginning with 13 followers uh, in the in Biaheza's video. Um, it showed a point where that uh, page had uh, 20.4K followers. Um, now it looks like they have about... 19k followers so they've dropped a little bit but not that much um uh and then going from people they were following early on it showed following 24 people uh up to following 402 people i don't remember what it is now uh, at this very moment as i'm recording this but uh, the numbers are fairly similar um to the ones in the video still um now they had it uh the Instagram bio for the Sam Satoshi page had three lines. One line said eight figure verified NFT collection. Uh, the next line said twenty five hundred plus successful students mentored, and the last line said Forbes thirty under thirty. Now this is bio info that somebody just wrote there. I mean I could say that I have an eight-figure verified NFT collection. Like, who's going to go challenge it, you know? Um, I could say that I had 2,500-plus successful students that I've mentored, meaning successful, meaning that they have, uh, you know, received a significant return on their investment and they're happy with it, if that's how you want to classify successful. Um... 2,500 plus, I mean, I don't know where that number comes from, I mean, again, I know that Bia has a, on purpose, for a project, a good project, I agree with his project, I approve of these types of projects that expose that there can be, you know, a lot of things to look out for as far as NFT gurus and such, um, I appreciate all the work that he put in, money out of his pocket, Um, But it also shows, you know, I'm thinking about it in another way, too. Anybody can put these things out there, right? Forbes 30 under 30. I I mean, you could just write that in, in your bio anywhere. Like, nobody's forcing, nobody's, like, making you, you know, have to prove it, right? 
Um, he has a celebrity endorsement that he paid. So Bia has a paid for a celebrity endorsement for Sam Satoshi. So one of the nine videos has um, uh, LeVar, LeVar Ball, um, a celebrity um, his link I'm putting in the description too. So LeVar Ball, um, has the brand Big Baller Brand. Um, so I'm posting his YouTube. He also has air.app, air, H-E-I-R, like air to the throne, air app, air.app. Um, so he has an app as well. Um, if you go on YouTube, he's gotten multiple interviews. You see clips of him on you know, ESPN's uh, channel, you see uh, clips of him all over, you know, with basketball-related things. Uh, um, so that was the celebrity endorsement that was paid for. Bia has also paid for um, this website, Daily Scanner, um, for the entrepreneur section an article titled Making Millions with NFTs, colon, the Sam Satoshi story. So paid, basically paid for articles um, in a popular, you know, site to post about Sam Satoshi's story. Um, I don't know how much that costs. I don't know how much the celebrity endorsement costs. I don't know how much it costs that he bought followers and likes and custom comments. Like I mentioned before, you know, he had, um, so how much does it, you'd want to know how much does it cost to pay for 24, sorry, 20.4 K, uh, followers on Instagram. How much does it pay for likes and, uh, custom comments? Uh, how much, how much does it cost to, um, pay for that kind of stuff? Um, and then Biaza through that Sam Satoshi channel sent out random DMs on Instagram asking if people had an interest in an NFT course and an interest um in having access to D Discords. Uh Discords like the you know, the platform where people can either post um like kind of live uh live streaming or you know, almost like a live course or a live like chat room. It's got like a lot of features on there. Um, so if you had access to something like that, where you had a bunch of entrepreneurial people, a lot of people from this specific NFT um, course um, talking, and he was the one teaching and talking to these people and maybe seeing other people sharing ideas on there and stuff. Uh, potentially, if you were actually uh, doing that, it could be valuable, um, if it was actually valuable information. Um, and then the results, so the results showed that, um, people did follow, uh, people followed back the Sam Satoshi Instagram channel and Instagram, uh, page, uh, people requested information on where they could send their funds, as in like what type of funds do you accept ethereum what's the wallet to send it to that kind of thing uh people slid into sam satoshi's dms requesting to um so they they this is like organic traffic i guess coming in to some extent in in sam satoshi's dms requesting to sign up for the nft course uh to get mentorship um so if you think about it it's like 
you know, that could be a method to use. I've never personally used it, but say if you had something that you actually were um, trying to market, right? So let's flip this into something that's you're no longer an NFT scamming guru trying to get people to sign up for your fake classes and send you money to, um, you know, promote like false ideas or false teachings of things that people are going to try and they're not going to make money or basically it doesn't matter if they make money because they're paying you money anyways. Um, I don't know if it's a monthly fee. I don't know if it's an annual one-time fee. I don't know if there's some kind of discounts here and there for three months at a time or whatever like you know how those sites work right like um subscribing like a subscription fee or like a one-time purchase or what um but say you actually had something that you know was a type of a hot trend uh it doesn't have to be nfts or crypto but say it's something that's a niche just a general niche that you know that is something that you're aware of, that you're familiar with, that you know other people like. Um, I mean, I'm just thinking out loud this time of year, you know, people start going crazy in Southern California. I mean, I'm in LA right now. People in LA love their freaking pumpkin, pumpkin spice. I mean, we're not even the kind of city that really gets um, a lot of the uh, beneficial weather changes like the trees leaves changing colors and the trees balding and you know the air kind of changing that much I mean yesterday was the first day that I didn't put on shorts I wore long sleeves mostly all day so that's saying something (laughs) um but you know I wake up today you know I have our heater in the house set for 71 degrees and once it started getting about 72 I'm like all right time to open up the window the sunshine's coming in it's been coming in strong since the sun came up at like seven something this morning um it wasn't a foggy morning and so it's going to be kind of a warmer day because the sun's been out early and it wasn't a um it was a windy chilly evening but it but it was sunny um but the sun's setting around like 6.10-ish, 6, I don't know the exact time, but around 6.10 p.m. Um, so yeah, but it doesn't have to be pumpkin spice related things. That's a very seasonal thing. Um, I do hear people complain, though, a lot about uh, pumpkin spice, not pumpkin spice um, um, products not being available annually. Like, only during the fall, it's available, and then they cut it off. So I'm not familiar with, but I would be curious to know um, if there's a market for pumpkin spice-related things uh, throughout the rest of the year. I mean, I don't really know. I don't. This isn't, like, a field that I know a, a thing in the world about. I could not tell you a thing about pumpkin spice. I, I you know, <laughs> I don't... I don't dislike it. I just know it's a popular seasonal item. And uh, so, yeah, Um, anything that has to do with pumpkin spice, you know, is going to catch some people's attention at least. Um, But yeah, you know, if you're in the tech world, if you're in a pet world, if you're in a, you know, uh, talking about careers, you know, that's a a popular topic, talking about finances, talking about housing. There's a lot of popular topics right now just with general news. 
um, as well as like health, healthcare related items. Um, I'm not saying you can sell meds online or anything like that, but I mean, um, I know in San Diego, there's a certain, uh, medication called Ozempic for diabetes. That's, uh, I guess people like it for weight loss or something, uh, I've heard. And, uh, for some reason there's a shortage in the city of San Diego of that medication, at least through Medi-Cal. Um, and that's not the only medication that I've noticed they have a shortage with, um, this is the first year I've ever noticed that there's a shortage of medications, uh, on, like to that level where there's certain pharmacies that just are popular pharmacies that literally don't know when they're going to get a medication. Like there's downtown pharmacies in San Diego that are like, we don't know when we're going to get access to this anymore. Um, or again, um, I mean, just through my world of work, you know, that's the kind of stuff we deal with. Um, but I don't think there's really a market for it legally. Uh, there's a lot of stuff that you want to check, you know, the legal aspect of things. You don't want to just be like, hey, I made this website and I'm selling this stuff now. Like, you know, um, selling a product is different than selling educational information. Um I mean, it has similarities, but, you know, if you're selling, like, a physical product, that's a little bit different, too. Um, so, yeah, the basically, this whole model is basically selling to the demand. Like, basically, students want to be able to make a profit from selling whatever the product is in this model. It's It's basically their they their intention the people purchasing have the intention to be buying and reselling right that's their intention is to buy and resell so um potentially the people being sold to have some form of money um you'd want to know for your type of uh course that you're selling if you are making a course uh you know, you'd want to know how much are people willing to pay for this course? What does it need to have in it? You know, what would make it so people don't want refunds? What would be a refund policy? Um, those are the types of things I keep in mind. It's like, there aren't that many things I've purchased that cost in a couple hundred dollar range where I'm not going to be able to return it if I don't like it. Um, you know, and usually if the time frame of return uh, is good, then I'm happy with it. Even if I don't like it, I'll just return it. Or if the not only the time frame, but um, like so, for example, um, I've signed up for courses before where the time frame to return is maybe a couple days but if you think about how much you would be learning in the course in a couple days like two or three days or whatever like say if it's a three day um or not you know a uh, three day period of you know full uh, no questions asked full refund for a three hundred dollar item um for a $300 class, you know, um, what am I learning in those three days? Am I able to do what I need to do in those three days to tell if, um, if, like, am I able to tell if I'm going to be able to get a return on that investment? 
you know, so, you know, if like from the other perspective, if you're the one making a brand and, you know, having a course and putting the um, refund option on there, you know, are people going to be able to learn enough in three days or people do people need 90 days? Um, and what do people expect to get out of it? Um, now reminding you, you know, Bia has never fully launched the Sam Satoshi, uh, thing. Um, it wasn't like a full course. It was just the front end of marketing. Basically you see, um, the product being marketed, um, on the surface, it looks legit. Like it has nine posts, a whole bunch of followers, a whole bunch of comments, a whole bunch of like the, the few pieces of content on there look legit at face value, you know, same guy standing in front of a house, standing in front of like inside the driver's seat of a car sitting there, um, not standing, (laughs) he was sitting, um, you know, sitting, uh, you know, standing in front of a, uh, a whiteboard looking like he's teaching with his, uh, NFT in the background on a monitor, um, you know, all this kind of stuff. Like, it looks like he's teaching. It looks like he, you know, has a building that he works out of because he's walking through this, like, you know, industrial building, nice, nice industrial building looking place. It looks like he's got a cool desk to work at with a cool laptop and a cool car and a nice house. Um, kind of clean cut look, um, and he's got endorsements and an article or maybe a couple articles, I don't know, uh, with popular names attached to him, LeVar Ball attached to him, um, the daily, um, what was it called? The, the daily, uh, paid daily scanner, uh, uh, the daily scanner, uh, entrepreneur article, um, I mean, these look legit. There's, and then also saying all those things in the, in the bio. Um, now there's no link in the bio, I don't think. Um, but having that amount of followers, um, not following a whole lot of people, honestly, in the hundreds, following people, the amount of people in the hundreds, um, and the bio information saying about this verified information and success and different kind of like stuff about Forbes and whatnot. Uh, again, anybody can write that kind of thing, but, um, I mean, if you actually have results from something that you've done or tried and you could actually create a course that actually does sell a popular, um, a popular, um, like a good result um you know this model doesn't seem like a bad idea to me um I wouldn't I would not encourage anybody to become an NFT guru or to be scamming people on all this nonsense um it's not good um I know all the scams you know they go around you know people get I don't know scammers are smart but also it's at the same time like uh it's 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 not really fair and i know you know 
we all get scammed, you know, like, I'm, you know, it does come to a point where people are like, okay, like, when do I get mine? You know, when do I see my wallet fat? When do I see my bank account with all those zeros? You know, when, where's my car? Where's my house? You know, I work hard, you know, like, I think about that too, you know, Uh, I'm not, I'm not gonna say that I'm not, you know, I don't sit around being like, man, like, some of these people just haven't made, you know, um, and some of it does come from dishonest work, and some of it does come from just working smart, um, I mean, if you are a scam, you're always going to be kind of, kind of chasing, you know, and watching your back and chasing, you know, um, am I doing something that's illegal enough to get caught? Am I going to have to owe a bunch of people money? Um, is somebody going to come after me? You know, um, is my brand going to be ruined? Is my name going to be leaked? Is my, um, you know, information going to be, you know, am I going to, is it going to, you know, at the least ruin my credit, you know, if you do some weird like PayPal scam or something and then you just never pay back PayPal, you know, um, I mean, eventually it's going to like affect your credit and things like that. But it's like for a lot of people that might not deter them enough um, from doing the illegal activities and scamming other hardworking people who tend to make an honest living. Uh, but it is possible to make an honest living without scamming and scheming your way up a ladder, you know, and slithering all around, um, like trying to get over on people is very possible to do that. Um, and those types of brands, you know, they last longer, uh, they're more solid. Um, but I do find it helpful to study scams um because there is some marketing potential there um if you if you like topics related to scams there's kit boga and um pierogi and those guys who you know they call out those uh scam centers in india and they're getting very strategic and smart about it uh creating these uh, projects where they're actually able to locate people's numbers who are in the process of getting scammed and actually be able to, um, um, you know, save them from the scam or certain people, they're able to even get them, uh, get them back a refund from the money that they get from their viewers, um, cause they get donations and things like that. So they're actually able to create, uh, generate funds to give back to people who have been scammed, um, that, I don't know what the process is, uh, to get money back from that, but, um, there is, there is definitely that process, and so, I, I basically, I think that's all I really have to say about that, um, I mean, if there's something that you have that people want, uh, you too can, can, you know, get people to follow you. You can get people to request money on where they can send their funds. You can get people sliding into your DMs and requesting to sign up for a course or mentorship or Discord access and things like this. Um, but you got to be smart about it. Um, 
scamming isn't really a long-term game, um, but, you know, um, oh my gosh, (laughs) you guys get planes, you get motorcycles, I think we're missing the sirens for the day, we haven't had the sirens quite yet, but (laughs) it eventually comes, um, but yeah, I think this is a lengthy episode, but I th- I hope that's uh, helpful, valuable. Uh, I'm going to put as much of these notes as I can fit in the description. And all right, for now, thanks for listening.